Coming up on today's federal newscast, Veterans Affairs is making a change after criticism for its slow payment of forever GI Bill benefits. The Pentagon has been slow to implement certain requirements set by Congress. Not a single one of President Trump's nominees to fill the nearly empty Merit Systems Protection Board makes it through committee. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Veterans will see another change in how the Veterans Affairs Department pays their education benefits. Challenges with the current IT system means VA could not accurately pay them to comply with the new Forever GI Bill. VA will now revert back to the way it originally paid veterans before the new law starting in December. That gives VA a year to finish the IT upgrades. An Army file-sharing system has been offline for several weeks because of cybersecurity concerns, and it's creating challenges across the military services. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. The SAFE service was operated by an Army command, but it was widely used by all the military services, especially for files that were too large to send via email. The Navy is telling its personnel there's no easy alternative to the AmerDeck service for sending large unclassified files that require encryption. In the near term, its recommended solution is to burn those files to CDs and ship them via registered mail. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Military criminal investigation organizations cracked down on a sextortion ring targeting service members. Those arrested are accused of allegedly setting up online schemes which cost nearly 500 members more than half a million dollars. The suspects are charged with money laundering, extortion and wire fraud. Details are starting to surface regarding updates to how agencies can securely access the Internet. Homeland Security's Mark Bunn says the new Trusted Internet Connection, or TIC, guidance will contain multiple documents to make it easier to implement. It will address pain points from the 2007 guidance, like a list of security capabilities and use cases for cloud services. It's also designed to be flexible to accommodate new technologies as they're adopted. DHS is working on an algorithm to measure agencies' progress towards implementing Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM. CDM Program Manager Kevin Cox says the agency-wide Adaptive Risk Enumeration, or AWARE, algorithm will factor in 30 different controls before assigning a grade. They expect to start using it in fiscal 2020. And the Small Business Administration is preparing to launch a CDM pilot in the cloud with DHS. Sanjay Gupta, SBA's chief technology officer, says the agency is working with CDM manager Kevin Cox's team to kick off the 90-day pilot. He says SBA would be the first agency to run CDM in the cloud. SBA and DHS are still working on defining and scoping the pilot and don't yet have an estimate on when it will kick off. The number of bid protests are back on the increase, albeit only slightly. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. The Government Accountability Office saw a less than 1% increase in the number of protests of contracts it received in fiscal 2018. In its annual report to Congress, GAO says vendors submitted 2,607 complaints last year, compared to 2,596 in 2017. At the same time, the number of protests GAO sustained dropped to 15% from 17%. But the number of protests that went to full decision increased by 41 to 622. I'm Jason Miller. 
It's taking the Defense Department two years or more to implement provisions from previous Defense Authorization Acts. The slow process is creating a gray area for industry and government officials on how to adhere to certain parts of the law. Some of the provisions still pending include acquisition measures to help DOD procure weapons at a faster speed to contend with countries like China and Russia. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee did not clear any of the president's three nominees to fill the Merit Systems Protection Board. It makes the prospects of a board with no members more likely. The president will likely need to re-nominate or find new nominees to fill the MSPB starting in January. The Senate will then have to vet and vote on those nominees within three months before the term for lone MSPB chairman Mark Robbins expires in March. MSPB has lacked a quorum since January 2017. And the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT at HHS and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services want to make it easier to use electronic health records. ONC and CMS release a new draft strategy focused on three goals based on feedback from healthcare professionals. Comments on the draft strategy are due by January 28th. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.